This week, we're going to be talking about my wife, Hallie. I'm going to pick her brain a little bit, just to understand who she really is. And then we're going to go into some hate comments and questions of the week. Let's get into it, Half Past Crew. <sighs> Welcome to Half Past Job. Guys, I'm so excited for this episode. We're going to be learning so much about Hallie Patel over here, okay? What? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Half Past Cha, where we drink cha while we spill it. My name is Siketu. My name is Hallie. And we're your hosts. We're a married couple. We're a married interracial couple, as a lot of people like to say. If you're not watching, (laughs) if you're not watching, I'm Indian. I'm so white. And Hallie's super duper white. So white. We release a podcast episode every Monday at 7 a.m. If you're new, you need to subscribe. And you need to make sure you have your post notifications on because uh, we don't want you to miss out on anything. That's only for YouTube. So if you are are watching on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you uh, follow us and give us five stars on Spotify, please. That'd be amazing, as as well as Apple Podcasts. Uh, Make sure you stick around till the end. This episode is actually going to be a a lot more questions of the week, so it's a pretty, pretty nice episode. I love questions of the week. But those are at the end. Yeah, so settle in. Get cozy and grab your cha. All right. And if you have any questions along the way, uh, make sure you go to www.halfpastcha.com and submit your questions and stories. If you don't want to do that, just leave a comment down in the comment section below. Because we read all of them. And Every we like single to incorporate one. them in our episodes. And we take just to sc- learn from them. We take screenshots. We put them in our outline. And it's just, you know, you got you to gotta leave a good comment. I love comments. Thank you for the great comments that you leave. We love it. Personal updates. We are just going crazy on Hallie's TikTok, everybody. Hallie, yeah, I say we because I'm a big part of Hallie's TikTok. Well, you're like, yeah, I mean, honestly, (laughs) from the content that I'm making, you're basically half of it. Yeah. So uh, Hallie has been blowing up recently. I think I've grown 7K in the past week. Which is nuts. That's insane. And it's all because she loves to dance. You guys... If you would have told me a year ago that my TikTok page would turn into dancing to Bollywood songs, I never would have believed you. Because what the heck? I'm a dance page now? Hallie is a dancer, a TikTok dancer. That's like what people used to like. That's how that's how people got big on TikTok was dancing. Well, yeah, dance. I mean, because like... all the other things that I've tried, my TikTok buyer for the longest time was, I don't know what my TikTok niche is because I had no idea. And now that I know that's what people want to see for me, mm-hmm. I just, I'm shocked. Why do you think people want to see that for me? I just think it's so unique. Like you're a white girl dancing to some Indian music. I get so much so, love in yeah. the comments. So thank you for that. <laughs> now, if you are listening to Spotify or Apple Podcasts on Apple Music or anything like that, you have gotten either an Apple Replay or Spotify Wrapped for the year, right? We receive that as the podcast owners. So we get to see how many people are watching us, like what who our audience is. And we just want to announce 211 of you guys have us as your favorite podcast on Spotify. That's amazing. Do you know how many people? That's that is nuts. I don't that even know people. that many people. I have us as their top podcast. And not only that, there's 900 people who have us as their top 10 podcast. 
That's crazy. Insanity. I just can't even believe that many people listen to this podcast. That's wild, but I'm here for it and I'm really happy and I love you guys and thank you very much. That is so freaking cool to see us unwrapped. And we are so glad that you guys have been liking the new mics and the new setup with three cameras. It's 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 a lot more work on our part, but that's so worth it. We are so stoked to be here. This is just the coolest opportunity that we have. We look forward to doing this podcast every single week. And now that we have equipment, I can use my hands. And we get to have guests, which is going to oh. be the next episode. I'm so excited. We're going to have a guest the next episode. It's going to be an amazing episode. And season two is going to be full of guests guys we are so excited we've been get gathering the people and scheduling some dates so i'm so excited to be able to share some of our friends and some people that we've met along the way during this journey and so, some people we have we don't even really know there are exactly. people that we've been in contact with a little bit that we're gonna have on the show and we're literally so excited very excited one more thing that i want to mention um we love the pictures that we get of you guys drinking your tea or your coffee whatever it may be while you're watching our podcast that's what we want if you're doing that please send us your photos tag us in your photos we will repost it please i love that i think that would be a really cool way that we can just keep everybody engaged and be able to share some of your guys's cool photos of you watching our podcast you drinking your cha whatever it may be we yes. love those so just thank you just mention us on instagram at half past chai and we'll put you on our story we love it yes all right let's get into it we are going to be talking about Hallie today. That's that's wild. We okay. talk about me quite often. There's a lot to me, okay? I understand. I understand. You're, you're, you have a lot of layers to you. You got a lot of depth. And, and today, we're going deep inside Hallie. You could have said that so many better ways. <laughs> All right, everybody. Today, we are going to pick Hallie's brain. Understand a little bit more about her. Now, we already have an episode about Hallie. It's called... Hallie Patel, why'd you marry an Indian man? Mm -hmm. And that goes into a lot of why she picked me. But I want to go deep into her brain and more of what her childhood was like, okay? Maybe and some so, things that make me the way that I am. Yeah, exactly. I want to know why she is the way she is, okay? Uh, and I, I'm going to tag the previous video we did with Hallie somewhere here or here. You'll see the pop-up. Um, and click that if you want to go more so into the relationship side of things. Um, all right. I want to go into Hallie's background. Let's pick her brain a little bit and see why she is so Hallie. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Couldn't I wanna, it better myself. I want to talk to you or you, I want you to tell me more about your childhood. So I want to go back. How was your mom? How was your dad growing up? How was your siblings? Do you have more than one? What are your cousins like? Tell me a little bit about growing up as the one and only Hallie Martin. Hallie Martin. Haven't heard that in a while. I know. That's wild. Um, all right, everybody. Let's just start at the beginning. I have lived in Indiana my whole life. Always been here. Um, don't really leave or didn't really leave that much. Uh, born in Indiana. Grew up going to schools in Indiana, went to school for college in Indiana as well. So always been a local, always been here. As far as my family, I've got the two parents, you know, mom and dad. They were high school sweethearts, fun fact, much like us, which wow. is pretty crazy. So I always like to tell people that. They always think that's real cute when I share it with them. Um, but yeah, they're high school sweethearts. They got married. They married for a while. They had my brother and I. My brother is about three years older than me, and I'm the only girl. I'm the youngest sibling, so there's just the two of us. And 
What's your guys' dynamic when you were kids? What do we mean? What's our dynamic? What do you mean? Like, how did you guys like each other? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We fought because he was older than me and he was my brother. That's a normal thing to do as kids. You just always pick on your sister or just the oldest sibling always picks on the youngest one. Like there would be, you talked about how you would have like verbal arguments. My brother, we would have like physical arguments and like he, he was a football player. Like he, we both played a lot of sports. And so I don't know, there was just, we both always just never really saw eye to eye until we got older. It took some time, but we always just had something to be annoyed about. Like I remember there was one time, I think I quite literally poured an entire bowl of hot soup on him. But again, I don't know if I made that up or if I like actually said that. Or if that actually happened. So I don't know. But that was a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, I think as as you grow up, your siblings become more like easier to talk to. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's easier to talk to because you become more related. Like there's more relatable things within each other. Like either relationships or whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay. So the rest of my family got my brother. And then I, I don't know if I said this already. I come from a very small family. So it's my parents, my brother and I. My grandparents, uh, specifically on my mom's side, uh, grandma and grandpa, then my mom has one sister, she has one daughter. So that's my immediate family, as so to say. Um, and we all lived within a really close radius of each other, so we saw each other quite frequently. And I was also fortunate enough to grow up across the street from my grandparents in the same neighborhood, so going to my grandparents was just a walk away, which was so huge in my childhood. Awesome. Okay. So that's a little bit about how you kind of grew up. It gives us a good background of who you grew up with and the uh, people that surrounded you. Now I want to know what is your earliest memory in your childhood? Hmm. This one's hard because when you're little, we've said this before, but you don't really gain consciousness till a certain age. And then you realize that there's so much going, that there's a world surrounding you, that you're not the only person here, that there are lots of things going on. There are a lot of people, sorry, my nose, it's just so bad. Allergy season, baby. And, um, allergies make me who I am. My childhood. (laughs) That really defines me as who I am today. You actually didn't have allergies when you were a kid. No, I could roll around in grass and be fine. Now it'd kill me. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But anyways, um, you don't really gain consciousness as a kid till you're, I don't know, decent. A little older. Uh, yeah, a little older. I feel like my first memory potentially, and I say potentially because I don't know if this actually happened or if I made it up in my head or if I dreamt about it because that happened a lot. Like there was one time I'm pretty positive that I dreamt this, that I cut part of my finger off with a pair of little kid scissors. And like there's no way that that actually happened because like I feel like I would know about it and like I would have been in a lot more... Uh, I don't know. Again, I think I fabricated that one. Fun fact. It's <laughs> a weird one. Um, this is just a random fact that just popped in my head. Uh, it, the last day of fifth grade, I took those kid scissors and uh, we were allowed to like cut up our like books and stuff, like uh, some of our workbooks and stuff. Like everybody was doing it. Okay. And I took my scissors and was, do- if you're not watching, if you're watching, it's easy to see. I was doing this to my books uh, and to people who are just listening, I was stabbing the book while I was holding it with the other hand. And as I was stabbing the book, I accidentally put the kid scissors, which are not sharp, through my thumb, my thumbnail. 
and it went right through. I think you may have made that one up. No, no, for real. That actually happened. How old were you? I was in fifth grade, so whatever grade that is. Mm. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, I had to go to the nurse, and then I my parents had to pick me up. It was bad. Interesting. So, Did anyways. I know that story um, about It you. might have not happened to you, Hallie, in terms of cutting your finger off, but I definitely got stabbed with kid scissors. Okay, move on. You're, you're, you were talking about your earliest memory. Uh, yeah, so my earliest memory, I think potentially is me I, I may have been three or four years old um my grandma and I were moving things from a moving truck into the house that my family and I were moving into and that was what I remember it was I was grabbing like little boxes of clothes of things of mine but I have no idea if I made that up or not but that's what I like to think is my earliest memory that's what I recall <laughs> I get that that's a good early memory so you you said you were always in Indiana right oh yeah and you never went outside I mean, we would go on family vacations, but I, I I didn't go out of the country. My first time going out of the country was to Canada. But I mean, really going out of the country was this year when we went to India. So no, wow. I've really only okay. ever stayed in Indiana or maybe gone other states for vacations or trips. Okay. So what is, if, if that's your earliest memory, what's your favorite childhood memory? Hmm. I don't know. I have so many. Um, I was... I had a great childhood. I was very lucky and again, very lucky in many ways. But the first one, I think the what's most important to me is that I grew up again right across the street from my grandparents. So they were always able to come to things and my parents were always able to come to things. So I think I was just so lucky in that way. You know, not many kids get to say I did very I did a lot of sports growing up. Not very many kids got to say, oh, my parents and my grandparents got to come to this, got to come to my game or whatever. I could always say that. And if if my grandparents couldn't come, I mean, my parents would always be there. But if, you know, my parents couldn't come, my grandparents would always be there. So I always had some kind of support system. And I think it was just so huge for me being able to grow up around my mom and my grandma because they were such amazing women and they still are. But that really shapes you. You realize how much your family shapes you as you get older. And they had such a huge impact on me and being able to spend so much time with them. I mean, I did everything with them. So many kinds of things. I mean, I just could walk across the street and go to my grandparents' house. How nice is that? And just, you know, they would always pick me up from school. (laughs) I mean, I never really rode the bus much. They always picked me up and we'd just get to spend good time together that way. And so I always was so lucky just getting to spend so much time with my family. And one thing that I distinctly remember that I loved so much about when I was a child, which I know I'm talking about my grandparents a lot, but I could walk over and I would have a lot of sleepovers at my grandparents' house. And it was just the most fun. We had this, we had a tradition every single time we would watch, <laughs> we watched really old movies, but we watched the Mary Poppins movie. Mm-hmm. My grandma loves that movie. Nana, Nana loves Mary Poppins. Or we would watch, um, there were quite a few other things that we would watch. Um, or we, she loved cops. cops? <laughs> my gra- my, but my grandma and my grandpa loved cops. Dateline? Dateline cops, yeah. Uh, Dancing with the Stars, which is funny because now you're obsessed with that show too. I love that show. Grew up watching it. I've been watching it pretty much my whole life. Um, so yeah, and we have. She would always make white chocolate fudge or like some kind of whatever, and we'd have you know just a good time and hang out, and it was so much fun. And so that, and then you know being so close with my parents as well. I have such a great relationship with them, and just overall, I mean. I had a really great childhood. I was very lucky and they definitely shaped me into who I am today. So Hallie didn't give us a clear answer about what her exact favorite memory well, was, hard, but no, but I like, get it. It's that's just, the gist. So she, she really enjoyed having 
her grandparents and her family so close, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that kind of shows who Hallie really is in, in terms <laughs> of a person, right? Yes. I guess I want to completely flip the question now and be asking you what is your least favorite memory slash what is the most traumatic experience you've ever had? Wow, that is really flipping the question, isn't it? Um, all right, let's think. It's okay, it's kind of hard for me to pinpoint again. I'm not really good at thinking of clear examples, but I don't know. I guess I just remember that I had I always had family members that passed away of things. I mean, you know, when you're younger, your family is much bigger. And then as you get older, it starts to diminish down because people get older, people get sick, whatever it may be. As dark as that sounds, um, I think, I don't know, it was, it's just really hard on me when somebody that I love passes away and it's just happened continuously throughout the years of people getting sick and people getting older. And that's like really dark, but I guess that is really traumatic as a child. That is very dark. And I actually met Hallie as like really early on in our relationship this is kind of what I saw as well, uh, where something like this happened, a death in the family. And so, um, it was tough seeing that affect Hallie so much. Yeah. Um, and I'm a very sensitive person. Hallie's got a big heart. And so because of that, she can, she can, um, she feels a lot of feelings. I agree with that. And that definitely makes sense. If you know me today, that makes so much sense because, I'm a deeply, overly sensitive person on a lot of things. I've toughened up over the years as I've gotten older, but I mean, gosh, as a child, the littlest thing would upset me. And even I hate now if you were to like raise your voice at me or something, or like somebody does, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing in the world. And I overthink and it's just, yeah, um, I don't know. It's hard for me to pinpoint though. I get that. And I I, I guess going back to like the traumatic experiences, I actually have two in mind. Okay. <laughs> Death is a pretty big one and okay. I get that, but I want to go and flip it again. And and I know two experiences that Hallie had that were pretty traumatic for her. I'm going to explain both of them and then she's going to give me the answer of which one's more traumatic. Okay. Um, so first one, Hallie grew up loving animals and she just could not say no to a few pets offered to her by her school And these were chickens, everybody. (laughs) And so she had some chickens growing up in her backyard. And in the wintertime, chickens can get cold. Uh, Usually they can survive the cold. But the Martin family decided to put a heater, a heat lamp inside the kitchen, 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 chicken coop. In the chicken coop, yes. In the chicken coop. Um, And during this period of time, a chicken got excited and decided to tip over the heat lamp, causing an uproar of flames in their backyard. This made Hallie have no more chickens. Yep. Okay. This is a pretty traumatic experience for a kid who who owns pets, right? This is like what just happened. They just burnt up and died. That's a pretty traumatic experience. Okay, that's one. Number two, Hallie was taking a shower one day. She was just enjoying herself. And then all of a sudden she slips her foot into a a, uh, soap dish that's connected to the the shower, right? Older showers have this. It holds the bar of soap. Yeah, it holds the bar of soap. And she slipped her foot onto it. 
and uh, split her toes in half. She had to get stitches and a bunch of things. I want to put the picture in here, but I'd get flagged by YouTube or Spotify or whatever it might be. Um, so I don't want to get flagged. Um, but it's pretty serious. Those were two traumatic things that I've heard myself. So Hallie, which one's more traumatic, do you think? Okay, so I can explain and elaborate a little bit more on both of those. I will say <laughs> number one was definitely more traumatic. And I feel as if it's still very traumatizing for me in my adulthood that I try and put it behind me. And so that doesn't even, you know, like you said, traumatic, and that doesn't fully come to mind. <laughs> my God, this one is so bad. <laughs> okay, let me paint the picture. I'm in sixth grade. Two years prior when I was in fourth grade, my teacher lived on like land and she had farm animals um and they had a bunch of baby chicks and my class hatched them and she was like does anybody want to take them home i took three of them and i basically raised them until you know they were laying eggs and all of that stuff so let me give you their names so this also says something too they were my pets they're my babies i loved them dearly i gave them names which also personifies them even more which made it even more traumatic knowing that they burned alive in a fire Number one, we had, okay, so we had a black chicken, a white chicken, and like a orange, red, or orange chicken, let's say that. We had Colonel, like Colonel Sanders. Colonel, or, yep. Like, I guess like Colonel Sanders, like KFC, or <laughs> like you can think of uh, Colonel Mustard from the game Clue. Love that game, played it growing up. We've got Colonel, we've got Miss Cluck, adorable name. I think I picked that one I out. like that one. And then we've got noodles. I love noodles, especially chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodles. <laughs> oh, my. I didn't do that. My brother named noodles noodles. And I think he was being very strategic in that one. I did not realize that. Chicken noodles. Mm-hmm. Wild. So there are their names. This was a very cold night in indiana in january probably like 15 10 15 maybe maybe it was below 10 i don't even remember it was a very long time ago and yes uh we had heard that if you want to keep your chickens or i mean they could probably live without the heat but you know it'd be very cold and we loved our chickens and we wanted to provide for them and make them as comfortable as they could be so they could lay some good eggs again very cold night we had a heat lamp up the heat lamp fell and the bulb broke and keep in mind that in a chicken coop you have lots of hay and straw everywhere flammable equipment i'm that's pretty pretty nuts and it was a chicken coop that my dad built so also keep that in mind it's even worse yep so it was the three of them and yeah seeing that i could just see hallie like completely bawling oh i was sobbing yeah oh my gosh well I had no idea I would wake up at 2 a.m. one morning to my entire chicken coop up in flames. And my, I mean, like, huge, you guys. Like, the fire was like the size of a school bus, it seemed like. Oh, my God. I mean, it was huge. And that was, that honestly was really traumatic for me as a child, being so young and seeing my pets on fire dying a very slow death. That was, that was really hard. Yeah, I think I was not the same after that. <laughs> I think everybody agrees that would be pretty difficult. That was hard. That was that was uh. really that was really challenging for me as a kid. I think I missed like two days of school. I was so upset by it. I mean, like I was just sobbing constantly because 
I'm, I wanted my chickens to be warm and I think I felt guilty in a way, you know? Yeah, I get that. So I guess you think the first one's more traumatic oh, because of that was like your babies pretty much. Okay. So that makes sense. Okay. I want to move away from traumatic experiences. I'm done talking about that. You mentioned you were just an Indiana baby, right? <laughs> I want you to tell yes. me why did you only stay in Indiana? If you did go out of, where'd you go? Like, did you go to, uh, where'd you go to vacation? I want to know. So I stayed in Indiana and my, you know, my family has always lived here. I mean, some of my extended family has lived in different states and we've just always been in Indiana and there was really no need to ever change. I mean, my whole family was here and my dad, you know, his job mainly was here and he always wanted to stay close to family as well. So I'm glad we, anything. I'm glad I'm landed. I'm glad I landed in Indiana. I know. What if you see, that's the crazy thing. It's like, what if you didn't come to Indiana? It's crazy. I always, I was always here. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad. I love Indiana. It's a good, good state. It um, is. It's very, very homey. I so mean, then where, home. where'd you go on vacation? I think, you know, where we mainly went on vacation when I was a child, <laughs> Florida, the great <laughs> state of Florida. Now, did you go other places besides Florida? So generationally, my family has always gone to the same place in Florida, the same beach, the same condos, the same spots. I mean, like it's just been tradition, really. And I love Florida. Yeah. They took me in uh, pretty early on, like 2019. Yeah, like four years and ago. And that was the first time I ever been to Florida. And I loved it. It was amazing. Uh, but I've noticed that a lot of kids who go to Florida, like as when they were kids um, and they, they grow up, they, they end up not wanting to go to Florida as much. Well, so, OK, yes, that was the primary spot that we did go on vacations in Florida. And, you know, I loved I loved it as a kid. But I think as I've gotten older, I struggle so bad with heat and I get sunburnt so easily and the, just hot weather is draining to me. And some people might be like, well, why do you live in Indiana? It's always hot and humid. I know, but at least I've got, you know, like my house here. I can be inside. <laughs> like, I, I struggle. That. I just, I'm not a beach person. I'm not made for the beach. You love the sun. I love the sun and the heat and the I beach. Hate it. Love it. I'm really bad at Like I... I wish more than anything. I am also, I also have a lot of trouble relaxing. So it's really hard for me to just sit on the beach and not do anything. I hate that. I'm so bad at it. I wish I was better, but I suck at it. She's like her dad, who's kind of more so a workaholic. They like to be doing things. They like to be working. I wasn't always like that though. So I don't know what shifted. I think it was maybe when we got married. I just like to keep myself occupied. Which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But I'm incapable of allowing myself to relax sometimes, which really is hard. Yeah. I'm good at relaxing. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like today. I can sit on the couch, watch some Christmas movies. That's what we did for four hours today. Can't and I'm blame like, what me. are we doing? Come on. Like, let's get up and go. Yeah, Hallie made me go on a run. So You're welcome. That was fun. <laughs> okay. We got the vacations out of the way. Okay. I get that Florida was your place to be when you were a kid. And now you like more so busy states like you like New York City, you like going in places you can hike. And so that's good to know. Yeah. So that's more information about Hallie. We're, we're getting in the brain. All right. We're starting to get into we, the nitty gritty. We kind of got a good overview of your childhood. Now I want to go into some school. No. All right. Okay. What was school like for you? Were you popular? 
Were you good at sports? What sports did you do? So I want to know more about that. Okay, so number one, I was not popular whatsoever. I had my friends, my group of friends, you know, that we were close and we liked each other and everything, but it was very hard for me to make friends for a really long time. I honestly was a very shy person for, gosh, probably up until ninth grade when I decided to make myself start talking to people. But I just, I was very shy because I struggled a lot with my insecurities and my self-confidence. And I just, I don't think I was happy with myself. And, you know, those grades are so hard leading up to high school and high school is so hard too. It's so hard because you're figuring out so many things. Your body's changing. Your friends are changing. So much is going on as you're getting older and just there's, there's so much happening and it's just so hard already enough without feeling insecure enough about yourself. And so I had a lot of insecurities about my looks, about my body. I was always the chubby friend and I, you know, that never fully leaves you. So I've definitely carried that into my adulthood today that I've struggled with my looks and my appearance and so many other things and how I would talk to people. I, you know, I would stutter. I always had this thing where I would say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And always feel sorry for things and apologize for them because I just felt bad about when I talked to people, I guess, which is terrible. That's an Indiana thing. We're always saying sorry. We're I like, know. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. And I don't know where that came from, but it was so hard for me to branch out and meet people and get out of that headspace. And it was really something that I had to work on for a long time. But with that, it took me a long time to, but again, I wasn't popular. I had my friends, you know, I played lots but of you sports. Played, yeah, I was going to say, you played a lot of sports. So I you did. probably had a good community there. Well, I made good friends doing that because, you know, when you spend so much time with groups of people, you get to know them well. And I guess I can just give you a quick little rundown of every single sport I've ever played. I'll try and be quick because it's a lot. Um, okay. The first one I remember playing is basketball. I think basketball. I played in my preschool league. Oh my God. With my friends, which is wild. So that's number one. Uh, ballet, cheernastics, gymnastics, cheerleading. I know cheernastics. Like, what is that? I don't, I still don't know to this day. And I did it. Um, soccer. I said basketball, softball, volleyball, which was the big one for me. I played um, travel and school volleyball. So volleyball was year round for me. So that was what I did for years of my life. I was a horse girl. Hallie too. had a horse. Like she had a full blown horse. I did. So I did. I would show horses. I would show my horse that I had and I would compete. That's crazy. And I would ride horses. And yeah, I it was, I, I did all that for a long time as well. So I did that. And then I really got into volleyball. So I stopped with the horse thing, um, which was a huge part of my life for so long. And I just kind of abandoned it as I got older because I enjoyed sports so much because travel volleyball traveling all I mean it literally is travel volleyball like you play for a club you travel throughout the U.S. you know you play different places you play in Indiana and then school ball would be all throughout the fall and so after that is when club ball would start and man I don't even want to get into the anxiety that I had when I would go through sports tryouts because I feel like I still struggle with that today like even thinking about doing some kind of sports competition like running a race or something I get so anxious because it was so hard for me back then that still the, is that's the whole point of sports though that oh. adrenaline no it's but amazing. like specifically the try yeah the, oh gosh but I don't really look forward to having it because I know does. inevitably I will have it every time and it yeah yeah but anyway so after volleyball then also 
managed cross country. I never actually ran cross country, but then I ran track all four years. Okay. That's yeah. So I did everything. So I can safely say we got it. We got an opportunity to see Hallie's life in school. She was not too popular, but she played a lot of sports, which that is amazing. Helps. Now you grew up in America. I also grew up in America. But what would you describe in one word growing up in America as? Lucky. Lucky. Fortunate. Um, well, I was going to say one is like two words because we talked about it last week, but really no pressure for me. In America, I also grew up in America and I get that point of no pressure. By the way, no pressure is is the branding of Luke's clothing Luke. brand. And so uh, that's a really, I love that brand because I love the fact like no pressure is such a good message right and and growing up in america is it it feels like no pressure i don't know about nowadays like what it's like in high school and stuff but like when we were growing up i felt like we were it was very lucky like we didn't have too many like struggles like in high school Um, we were very fortunate and so just seeing like how schools in even in india like it's a lot more tough like going to school in the public education system of america honestly is not too hard everybody i mean i think everybody can get through it and so well, compared to like another country compared to like other places who, easy, who take who take it to the next level which is a lot more stress i feel like it's a lot more stressful there's a lot more work a lot more time you have to put into it so if you have um, been to school in another country please comment and let us know how it's different compared to here would love to know like i know that people in india used to go to tuition which is tutoring in on saturdays indian kumon kind of it is it's (laughs) technically kumon they went on saturdays and so like kids would go to school monday through saturday that sounds awful a lot of schooling okay just got the five days you know that makes sense okay now we got the whole school system we got hallie's childhood let's move into some relationships all right how many boyfriends did you have hallie serious boyfriends yes one who is that? I think we all know who that is. He's made. <laughs> Look what? at his face. Just me? Yeah. That's, the other ones don't count. That's they weren't crazy. really boyfriend. Like you're the only guy to ever say or to ever ask me if I wanted to be your girlfriend. Wow. Ever. So we're the only official. Okay. That's yeah. good. That's Officially good to know. Official. My next question was going to be, who are they and where do they live? <laughs> do you want their names? I was going to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> chill chill but it's uh it's pretty nuts that you've only had me as a boyfriend well again i think this stems from i wasn't popular and i didn't have a lot of guy friends until mid high school when i started to branch out a little more i was just so shy i was so scared to talk to guys then why why me why'd you pick me then because you the way you approached me the first day that we ever had a conversation Given what I've said about my insecurities and how I struggled so hard to branch out and talk to people and make friends and meet others, and it was so hard for me. The fact that you were you so seamlessly came into my life at a time where I didn't think I wanted a relationship really opened my eyes. And so it was so easy to talk to you. I remember right off the bat, I just thought you were so nice and so funny, and it felt like you actually saw me for me and like you actually could understand me and we had you built on top of that as our relationship grew 
and you just continued to make me feel so special even though we we weren't dating and i'm like wow this guy's great this is what i'm supposed to feel like if i'm having if i have a great guy friend or a guy that likes me i've never had this happen before like nobody okay so like let's be real nobody pursued me nobody wanted me like that sounds so sad it is true well, if I had known you earlier, I would have pursued you. And you say the same thing about you. And I'm like, no. Like, I don't think girls liked me. They did. You, uh, well, okay, hold on. You made the lip dub and everyone wanted you. Let's be real. Listen. The he lip knows dub, it too. Look at the smug look on his face. The oh lip gosh, dub did, did help a little bit. But I wouldn't say girls were talking to me after that. But I... I Okay, that makes sense. That's that, that's pretty. I'm glad that I was able to be confident for the guys out there. All you gotta do is be confident. Yeah, you're really confident. Just be like, be yourself, but don't be afraid. That's what I would say. Yeah, and that was huge. I loved how confident you were and how you just, you know, insulted me, walked away, and then we became best friends after that, actually, and then eventually fell in love, and here we are. Riz level 10,000, baby. So I guess maybe slightly nicely insult your crush and then maybe it'll work out. All right. What is the hardest thing you had to get used to about me personality wise? How much time do we have? Um, (laughs) All right. We can only give one answer. All right. Let me think through this a little bit. Maybe if I talk it out, it'll help a little bit. Okay. So number one, you are very dramatic. I get that. And with that, you tend to over-exaggerate a lot of Ooh, things. I am a... <sighs> and I remember when I first met you, I was like, is this guy okay? Why is he... Why does he talk like this? Is he? Is he lying? Like, I just always thought you were lying. Do you know what a hyperbole is? Explain it. It is over-exaggeration. I am the definition of a hyperbole. Yes, he is, everybody. Yes, um, he is. Okay. Anything else oh, you'd yeah. like to mention? Okay. I mean, I could go on. Um, one more thing, Hallie. That's it. I'm cutting okay, you off. Okay, so the dramatic and over-exaggeration thing, that's definitely number one. Number two is you tend sometimes to be a little impatient and kind of aggressive. Yep. I get that. I am super impatient. I don't like that about myself, but it is what it is. And then I thought the last one well i was supposed to cut you off i'll give you i'm giving you one more one more and then you can cut me off the last one is probably the vast difference in our communication styles you approach things in a very bold and confident and open way and you don't necessarily think about things before they come out of your mouth so that was a really hard adjustment for me so i've really kind of had to take these and think about them and try and understand how we can best make our relationship work when we have conflicts or when we just have a conversation and i try and keep these things in mind like sometimes you'll be like like okay this is a dumb example but you'll be like oh my gosh it's so hot in this house it's like a million degrees and like you actually mean it and i'm like okay well he means it's just like maybe 72 in the house (laughs) all right that's hot for you i don't know but like that's a terrible example but you over exaggerate and do things so it's been something that I definitely have had to maybe understand a little bit more and just, you know, I just kind of take things with a grain of salt nowadays, to be honest. Well, this is good to know. But I love you. And I, I you. think all these questions gave us a better understanding of Hallie 
and who she is. So that was it. We're going to be moving into something called Would You Rather? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I need to, I need to ask her some rapid questions. Okay. These are super fast. And then we're moving straight into comments from last episode. All right. Would you rather live in a big house in the middle of nowhere or in a studio apartment in a bustling city? Bustling? Bustling. (laughs) Studio apartment in the city. Nice. I agree. In the middle of nowhere. Then I'm not close to... Yeah, I get that, but I'm not close to anything. Would you rather be able to travel or eat for free for the rest of your life? Travel. Travel instead of eat? You get to eat anything you want free. Yeah, but then I would overindulge myself. Mm, I get that. And that's where I would have my issue. But traveling, baby, that's what's more expensive. If I want to take a trip, if we want to go to India right now and it's free, let's go. I don't know. I think, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, that makes sense. All right, next. Would you rather outlive your partner or have your partner outlive you? Oh, I want you, I, I tell you all the time, you're dying after me. I'm dying before you. Okay. <laughs> I died before you. That's why I feed you so well. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I'm just, I do, but like. Oh my God. No, okay. I'm being dramatic, but like, I really tough. Like either of us, like Gosh. one of us were to go first. That would be so tough. See, I think about that a lot wow. because I, not to get sappy for a second, but I want to live every day. Like yeah. it's our last day together ever. Yeah. And never go to bed angry and you know always do everything that you want to do because life is way too short everybody we yeah. do not have that much time on this earth so i just want to I have mean, the best time i can i hate talking about the story but like the guy who um literally got married Ugh. and then his wife got hit by a drunk driver yeah that is the saddest story i've ever read yeah that is so terrible so i yeah Life is very short. So live message it. here, just live it to the best. Live of your it to ability. the best for sure. All the okay. time. Would you rather be surprised with flowers or takeout? Takeout. Really? Then I don't have to cook. Are you kidding Nice. Me? Okay. Mm. Would you rather only eat incredibly spicy or incredibly bland food for the rest of your life? Well, see, one of those would clearly give me stomach issues. I think we know which one that would be. Okay. I'll probably take the latter. Wow. I would take spicy. You gonna be in your pants all the time? Yep. See, not me. I just need flavor in my life. Yeah, but what if can I season it myself? It doesn't like come that way. No, it's bland food for well, a I don't reason. know. That's a dumb question. All right, <laughs> new segment. Those are my only um, would you rather questions. New segment of the episode. We're gonna be going through comments from the last episode on YouTube, or if you sent in on Spotify, questions and answers section. Um, so we are always looking at those and we love reading them. So, yes. So thank you guys so much for submitting those and commenting and, you know, sharing with us what your thoughts and experiences are, because we truly love to read them and go through them together and we learn from them all the time. And we just really appreciate getting to know you guys a little bit better that you care enough to leave some kind of comments. So thank you. So these comments were from the last episode, which was talking a little bit about me, some of the things I went through. So This comment kind of relates to that. Each and everything that Saketu said hit right on the bullseye for me. Indian households, though very loving and caring, which is true, very like overly sometimes, which I love, can get toxic at times. And that toxicity continues to haunt you even during adulthood. I believe the parenting style should definitely change 
and it is changing in more modern households, but the family bond that Indians have should not change. Great podcast. Wow. Thank you for that comment. I completely agree with you. There are some things that need to change. There are some things that I wish we would do better, which is, um, you know, talking about our feelings more often. This is like, this podcast is that for me. Like I get to talk about, I got, I never talked about my feelings so openly until this podcast. I think that this is a huge change that is happening. It's going to be a big adjustment for a lot of people, especially the older people. It's it's just going to continue to grow and get better. But I agree. Great comment. Thank you for giving us that comment. Yeah, that's an amazing comment. Um, it's wild that, you know, you have experienced all of that as well. And I just think that goes to show that so many people in this world relate and it's important, you know, that we can share our experiences like this. And I agree with you. I love this podcast more than anything. And I'm so proud of it and all that we've been able to achieve so far and talk about. And I think it's great. And I think it's helped so many people, including us. We love doing it. Facts. So, you know, I just think it's very important uh, and very important to remember that even though things, you know, you might think are great, they can always be better, right? Like in any dynamic, in any relationship, I say in our relationship all the time, yeah, things are great for us right now, but let's figure out how we can be better. And that drive mm-hmm just takes you know every it just it makes everything so much better in your relationship by pushing yourself next question i'm a computer science major with a concentration in computer engineering and math minor and hopefully an mba for grad school definitely pressured by family to do this but i also wanted to do it wow i agree good job i love that best degree you can get so um Computer science is one of those things that is huge for the future with AI and everything like that. So amazing job. Good job. MBA is going to be great to become a leader in whatever organization you want to get into. The pressure from family, that is going to be there. As someone who's Indian, they do that for your own good. They want you to be able to be successful and and grow as a grow independently uh, because, they, because they don't want to be taking care of you for the rest of your life. So they always want you to pick a profession that that will do that for you. And so I'm I was definitely pressured to become an engineer, but I also wanted to become an engineer. Uh up until probably my junior year where I was like, "Wow, I love making videos." But at the end of the day, it would have made sense to finish that degree and make some computer engineering type money, right? Um at the end of the day, you need to be able to kind of, you know, live too and make money. I'm very glad I finished out my major and and the major I did do has benefited me a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're not an engineer today, but it's helped you get to where you are today, which is huge. Facts. All right. Next question or next comment that was on our last video. Even in India, now teachers aren't allowed to hit, but previously it was terrible. Fortunately, I never got hit, but once my sister got badly beaten by the principal. Shoot. Listen, I, I wow. cannot believe that hitting was allowed in schools. Like whenever I, I grew up in America because I was, I was, I came here when I was like three and a half. So I never got to really see that, the fact that kids were being hit in India, like while they were uh, in school, which is crazy. But um, just knowing that when I went back was like, that's kind of scary. And that's what Hallie said was like, fortunate when when she said like growing up in america is one word fortunate i mean that's crazy that we don't have to really deal with that i know there's other things uh nowadays but um 
I, I would say that 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 is pretty nuts. Uh, I'm glad they stopped doing it. Um, but yeah, thanks for the comment. Yeah. And last one that I want to address, because this is a wonderful comment. So many people have said this. Everyone is talking about how good and crisp the audio quality is. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Did you like that? But it's so reassuring to know because, honestly, we have been, you know, we've been wanting to do this for a long time, getting mics, getting more of a setup and everything, taking our podcast to the next level. But we were just, you know, it, it's a big step. It's a lot of money. But we're very happy that it worked out. And it lets me do things like this. Isn't this pretty nuts? And also this. I mean, it just levels me up in a little way. So. I don't know what's going on. Is he changing the <laughs> Hallie can't hear because we're not wearing headphones. But, like, it, it, you know, it's just fun. Fun stuff. But I'm so glad that you guys have been enjoying the quality. We're going to keep leveling it up. If there's anything that you want to suggest that, that you'd like to see, like I know the three camera system, I love it to be able to show you guys who's talking, our full view, and then Hallie talk. Like it's just a great um, way to keep engagement. And so I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. We're going to move into some hate comments. Not all hate comments, there's but most, fun, most hate, fun hate comments that we wanted to share. This guy needs a real job that pays something. Consulting is a fake job, <laughs> bro. I agree. What does a consultant even do? Consult. They just consult on what? What are they qualified to consult? Whatever company you work for, it's what you're going to consult on. I get where you're coming at, bro. Okay. But listen, consulting is a great way to become a, a, an expert in one field, right? So consultants are the ones who are going in, giving advice to people who are trying to accomplish a goal whatever that goal might be. And so I I really enjoy it because it's pretty much a job about problem solving. You get to kind of go in and, and fix the problem and you get to work on projects for a shorter period of time than a lot of people who work on projects for a longer period of time, which is fun because you get to have that the, the immediate reward satisfaction type of thing. So uh, I, I love it. But I get what you mean. I get what you mean. It's hard, it's hard to understand what a consultant does. I didn't until you got this job to be fair it's kind of hard uh, all right what's the next comment <laughs> okay i've never heard an indian person say i love you until now which this was left on our video when um we were talking about the first time that we told each other that we loved each other and this is something i still struggle with the only person i say i love you to is pretty much hallie uh family of course but like even then like it's hard because we i never grew up saying that word and there's this thing uh, in ninth grade that there was a game uh, as an icebreaker when I got into high school. Uh, it was called Honey. Honey, I love you. Say it but, back. Uh, say it back or like yeah. I can't smile or it's, something like it was that. It's like Honey, I love you. Say it back or something like that. It was like a round robin. Like you say your name and then you go pick somebody else. And you say, Honey, I love you. Say it back. That's if that person doesn't say it back, you got to go to another person. That's the whole like game. Such a weird concept of a game. Don't understand it, but here we are. And I never, ever uttered the words, I love you at this point in my life, okay? So it was so uncomfortable <laughs> for me to say those words out loud to random people I did not know. Were you like sweating? You're like, oh, I was uh, literally I sweating. Uh. And I said it to a girl, 
Oh yeah, my I was, gosh. I was a girl. And so who was she? I'm not going to say, <laughs> but I just want, it was, it was so awkward for me. It probably wasn't even awkward for anyone. Nobody probably knew that it was awkward for me, but it was just one of those things where I was like, I've never said this before. Why am I saying it right now? And, and I wish, I wish it would be more like in the Indian community said. And also I think it is more often now, maybe it's just my own experience. I don't know. But, um, cause like, I don't even, yeah. So it's one of those things I wish there was more, more of that. See, like it's so different for me because I always grew up saying, I love you. Like end a phone call. Bye. I love you. You leave a place. Bye. I love you. See you yeah. tomorrow. So it, that's Very different. different. Very yeah. different for sure. And I remember it, like, how did you feel back when, when I said, I love you? What did you like? Was that crazy to you? Did you expect that? I expected it. I wanted to say it first. But you didn't. But I didn't. Because, Is it because you were just afraid to? I wasn't afraid. I just didn't want to say it too early because I didn't want to freak you out because I already freaked you out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like, why not even more, you know? Yeah. So I get it. But yeah, it's one of those things that I'm getting used to still to this day. Let us know if you were part of the Indian community and if you say, I love you yeah, to your family or whoever. Or if you're not a part of the Indian community, just want to know, like, how often do you say I love you? Is it, is it normal for you to say it? I, I kind of want to know. You know, so, let people know how you feel. If you love them, tell them you love them. If you hate them, tell them you hate them. But life is too short. <laughs> next comment's one of my favorites. Y'all need to stop making podcasts. <laughs> All right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> we're done. Thank you. See, these comments just kill me. They are so funny to me. And I included them in here because I just find them so funny. Um, Truly. I, they're honestly really in, entertaining for us to see because it's we're not going anywhere. No, we're Love not. Ya. But thank you for the comment. It creates engagement plus for us. So great. Yeah. Um, I've never wanted to block an account <laughs> so bad in my life. Listen. We get those all I the time. I love this because this guy... <laughs> This guy commented on this podcast and then he blocked us, obviously. And then he saw our personal accounts and he's like, are you kidding me right now? I have to deal with this again. And I died laughing. It was so funny. Yeah. On your TikTok, you're like, hi, welcome. Glad you're here. Settle I think, in. I think he became a fan after that, to be honest. Yeah. I hope you're here now. Truly. We wish nothing but the best for you. All right. Next <laughs> comment. What's next, Hallie? <laughs> okay. This is kind of like a double-edged sword here, but... I saw these two comments, one after the other. The first one, I love. You guys are so real, and I love it. Thank you. Um, next one, you guys are a major ick. <laughs> I Dude, mean, I agree. Yeah, I, I get it. Truly, I do. You're so I disgusting, hate hearing, Hallie. But like watching this, I hate hearing myself talk. You know, like I'm not a big fan of my voice. Some of the things we say, I'm like, oh, cringe. If you have made it this far, like that. please comment. Hallie, your voice is beautiful. Oh, okay, stop. please comment that. Stop it. I'm going to blush. All right, next comment. So K2's living every brown boy's dream. Listen, I love this comment. Great comment. Thank you for telling me that. But at the end of the day, I know this comment is here because I'm with a white woman. I don't want to glorify that in any way. If Hallie was brown, I would still love her just as much, okay? So it does not have to do with anything like that. But I would say Hallie is a dime. Oh, thank you. She is so amazing. We're so, with each other because of our personalities. Um, I, mean, I, I am Good very lucky. A lot of comments saying that I look like Fiona from Shameless. I can see that. Emmy Rossum. 
Uh, a lot of people say I look like her. A lot, a lot of people say I look like Elizabeth Olsen. I can definitely see that. And I love that one. I love Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm a Olsen. big fan of Elizabeth. She's Olsen. gorgeous, and she's an amazing actress. So, if you see this, I love you. <laughs> Next comment. Wow, he sounds really happy with her. That was a very sarcastic comment, and a lot of people see. I included this because I want to make a little note about something because. Hi, everyone. You don't know us. Okay. I know you watch our podcast, but majority of you have never met us in real life. You can get and to know us on yeah. our, po- on our uh, Discord. Make sure you, you go down in the description and our Discord link is there. Yes, you should. Um, because, yeah, and I we would love to meet you. Uh, the point being is that a lot of people that, you know, whatever platform it's on, see one video of us and they make all these assumptions and they think they know exactly who they, who we are. And this comment specifically, wow, he sounds really happy with her. Just because his tone was a little dry and we were talking about something different, people made the assumption that, wow, he seems like he's having a great time in their relationship. Their relationship must be so boring. It must suck. And we see so many comments like that. And it just goes to show it's crazy to me that people make these wild assumptions from one video and they don't even know us. You know, they Mm -hmm. don't know us personally. They don't know what goes on in this house with us two every single day. They have no idea. So. Just one little Last negative comment, I guess, is <laughs> sometimes you just have a bad name, like yours, Takeitu. Too bad you're 30 and still have trauma about it. That's the real issue here. Talk to a professional. That's I hilarious. really should talk to a professional. You're correct. For uh, many other things. Yeah, you're right. And, and I cannot believe you think I look 30. That's the most <laughs> offensive part of this thing. Um, I'm 26. Uh, I still have four more years. I want to take those four years pretty slow. Let's round up. You're 30. So I don't, I'm not 30. Uh, and my name is amazing. Okay. People give me so much hate on my name because I say it wrong. My name is Siketu. My nickname is Suku. And a lot of people like to pronounce it Suketu, which is the proper pronunciation. But I have always grown up with Siketu. And that's the way I like to say it. However you want to say but your name is the way you, it's going to be right. If you want to call me Suketu, I love that too. Do whatever you want. I'm just used to Suketu, so that's how I'm going to say it. That's that's where I'm going to end it on there, okay? Um, we are going to the best, the best part The most anticipated. The episode, all right? We won't be able to get through all the questions that we have listed, which we will do next episode mm-hmm. because we are already full hour into this but we are going to go to questions, questions of, of the, the week. week or like how i like it questions of the week wait i don't need to change my voice i changed my voice to say it like this okay i'm gonna turn this off now all right hallie do you want to read the first question i do this is the most anticipated part of every podcast i feel like everybody loves questions of the week i love questions of the week so here we go Do you ever run out of things to talk about given that you're going through life together so you know exactly what's happening in the other person's life at all times? Me and Hallie do everything together. We do. We go to work together. We have a photo video company together. We are home together because we work from home most of the times. Um, And that's it. That we run together. We do a lot of things together, okay? We go and out so, to coffee shops and dates together. Um, but I, I think we just love each other so much that it does not affect us. Yeah, and I would say, you know, some days 
I mean, I, I guess the only... Okay, let me compare it Hallie to... Hallie does get tired of me. <laughs> I mean, that's normal, though. It'd be weird if I didn't get tired of you. And you get tired of me, and that's okay. But let me just say, yes, we do everything together, but I'm trying to think, you know, if we didn't do everything together, it's very rare, and I'm very aware of this, that the husband and wife have the same job, like, that we get to drive to work together. We were just talking about this the other day. We do everything together and we're lucky enough to be able to drive to work together and we love that we always take that time and listen to podcasts and we'll pause it and we talk about it and that's we we just always try to make every time that we spend together special time and something that we value and we're not just sitting on our phones doing which you know we do that sometimes from time to time we try to minimize that because we don't enjoy doing that and we get nothing out of it usually or, you know, if we want to look at TikToks together, that's fun. Or we laugh about things. But I don't know. I don't know that there's really ever been a time. I've never been with you and been like, well, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. There, there, we always have something to talk about. Well, that. So, yes, we are together all the time. But because we do so many things together and we're always working on something or thinking or doing something, we always have something to talk yeah. about. So, right? like, there's, like, future projects and stuff. And, and, and everything we, we get a chance to talk about. So, there's always something. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, that's that's all I have to say about this question. Yeah, we love spending time together. We love each other a lot. We're besties. And if you want to submit your one of your questions, go to www.halfpastjaw.com to submit your questions and stories. Please. Next question, Hallie. A little bit of background. My best friend and I have known each other since high school and we're both graduating college now. She's great and we both have a fun time together and we are also on opposite coasts as she moved away for college and I'm still in my hometown. Even with the distance, we stayed good friends. In her freshman year, she met a guy and they began seriously dating with intentions of getting married. They seemed perfect until he broke up with her a month ago and she was devastated. The three years that they dated, her and I kept up, but she was usually consumed by him and I kind of fell to the side, which I didn't totally mind because he is, after all, her boyfriend and we live many states apart. When they recently broke up, I was there for her, calling when I could and texting throughout the day, offering whatever support I could give. And she began contacting me way more than she did in those three years. And it seemed like I only mattered when there isn't a guy around. I'm in a relationship myself, but I've always given her my time of day, whereas she fell back to me when she became single. Should I be offended by this? And am I overthinking this whole thing? What are your guys' thoughts? Thank you so much. Dang. This is such a good question because I feel like every single person who has a best friend who gets into a relationship feels this at some point. Oh yeah. I don't think this is not normal. I think this is what usually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times your friend who gets into a relationship can get consumed by that. They haven't had this feeling. They feel loved by this person. And so they might have felt just, they might've felt them the same amount of love from you. But this is a different kind of love, right? This is like more of a, 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 a like they're officially official in a, a relationship, official relationship, right? So like you're you're, you're a person, um, and that can get blindsided, and that could make it so it, you feel like you have been forgotten, which is not a good feeling. Um, and my only advice is, I think you should. You might not agree with me, Hallie, but. Just like let the person know, it's like, hey, this is how I felt when you became, when you had a 
boyfriend, I felt like I was kind of to the side and it didn't feel good. And I don't want that feeling again, but I still, I love you as a friend and I could never see my life without you, whatever it may be you want to say. But having that knowledge in the back, I feel like would prevent it from happening again in the future. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like it would be really important to have a conversation with her, given that you guys do have a good relationship. And, you know, if you feel comfortable saying these kinds of things to her. Um, And I think, yeah, I mean, obviously there were some feelings there. I think it would be really important that you guys do acknowledge it. And especially now that she's not in the relationship, you know, talk to her about it. Say, you know, I, I felt, you know, I had a lot of feelings for you back then. And and I was going to say, don't bring up the fact that, like, I, I know you said something about, like, you also had were in a relationship and you gave her the time of day. I would not bring that up because then that's when the other person starts to get defensive about it. Um, and I, I that's a good friend would do that. So you're a good friend. I get that. But bringing that, that topic up of like, hey, I was there for you. I kind of want you to be there for me too. If you were to get back into another relationship, those things sometimes can end bad i don't know do you agree well i just think i think it's hard because like you said you're in a relationship now and i think that you know probably changes some things especially if you're in a serious relationship but if it's something that's on your mind um you know and whatever your intentions may be if you ever want to get with her or if not and you want to move on with your life i think it would be important to have that closure and just let her know obviously if this is something that's bothering you you know i really was there for you and now I feel like you kind of put me to the side for so long it feels kind of weird that we're picking up this way or maybe it doesn't feel weird I don't know um it all depends on kind of what you're wanting if you're wanting to stay close with her maybe pursue a relationship later on down the line I don't really know um but I think it would be good for you especially to clear the air and just let her know about that you know I really felt pushed to the side for three years and it was hard for me and now you're here and I'm here for you. You know, I, I don't know. You I also kind of said maybe don't say that, but yeah. it's kind of important to to maybe mention a little bit. I'm, I don't know. I've yeah. never been in this situation, but that's personally what I would do. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you for, for that story. And I hope our advice helps a little bit. Um, I know it's a tough situation to be in. So Hallie, let's do two more questions. Okay. Hmm. Is Hallie close with Suketu's parents? If so, how long did it take after meeting them to be close? I'm a white woman, 22, dating an Indian man who's 21. We've been together for about a year and a half. It took about nine months after we started dating for his mom to agree to meet me. We are on friendly terms now, and I think she is accepting of our relationship, but I would like to become closer to her and his father. My boyfriend and I both love you guys and your content. It was especially comforting to hear about your experiences early on in our relationship when his family wasn't as accepting. Thank you so much for the question comment, by the way. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Glad you like our content. I love this comment and I love this story because every, I would say 98% of American Indian relationships, um, British Indian, it could be anything, any Indian interracial couple um goes through this a little bit the thing with indian parents is they can be very protective of their children and who they want them to be with and because of that they're very selective and if you aren't indian they usually don't prefer it um but 
Indian parents are also very loving and caring. And so they will see how happy they you your you make their son and they start to shift gears a little bit. They're like, "Wow, he's actually happy." And that is when you start to see some of the uh, shift in in character. How, so how long would you say? Okay, so we hit our relationship for three years. Yeah. And then I got, you know, brought in after that. Oh, gosh. How long? Uh, I mean, they we didn't know each other really for three years, which is crazy to think. Yeah. And so I Maybe think it took a year after that. It took about a full year. After no, after I brought up, hey, I'm dating Hallie, and then a full year after that, they were full like friends at that point. Yeah, and then it's just gotten better ever since then. But it did it did take a while. Um, but it sounds like you know, it took nine months after we started dating for his mom to agree to meet me. I mean, the agreement won. that's good. You got an that agreement is, that is good. I never got an agreement. Yeah, I kind of just said, hey, deal with it. <laughs> And so, he just brought me. I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I'm glad that you're on friendly terms. It's just going to take time. Yeah. Uh, do activities, go to family events. Pr- like, I hate just saying show it. as much interest as you can. I hate saying it, but prove yourself in a way. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, it's, I, I say that I'm, I wasn't faking interest. I genuinely am so interested in so many things because it's a different culture that I have no idea. Like, I, I mean, back then, especially didn't know anything about. And so I loved asking questions. I still do. Um, yeah, I just ask questions, try and get to know both the parents, you know, one thing that your mom and I really hit it off on is cooking and food because we both are very passionate about that. And so that's one thing that I always like to ask, Oh, like, you know, like what's your favorite dish to make? Like, how do you make this or things like that? And just try and get involved. Um, as it, you know, just basically try to have good conversations and really involve yourself in getting to know the family and going to things. And I agree. Yeah. Thank you for that question. Great. Please continue to submit on www.halfpassshaw.com. Um, last question, everybody. So this one is about Sylvie. Okay. (laughs) Without a doubt, I would buy Sylvie slash half pass crew merch. You told her adoption story, but did, how did you get her name? Is it a Loki reference? So first off, we should make Sylvie merch. Guys, season two, <laughs> just be ready, okay? We have a little tab on our site, www.halfpastshot.com. Plug one more we time. Have a, we have a site, and on there it says merch, and it says coming soon, all right? It's coming, and I'm so excited because not only do we want you all to have it, we want to have it. I want it so bad. We I can't want wait it, to wear okay? it. And so the first one, yeah, okay, I'm not going to get into details, but it's coming. It's coming for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so, Hallie, is it a Loki reference? So it is and it isn't. Um, her name when we got her was Sylvia. And we did not like that name too much. So Sylvia. we were watching the show Loki at the time. Mm-hmm. And I loved the name. I remember saying, oh, I love the name Sylvie. I love Sylvie. Sylvie is a perfect name for hat. For, for Sylvie. I know. For <laughs> Sylvie. Hallie. No, for Sylvie. Sylvie is definitely the perfect name. If you have ever met our cat, um, Sylvie fits because she is mischievous. She is <laughs> playful. She's she is, God of Asgard. She is. She really is. And so she is definitely thinks that she's the king of the world. 
She wants to rule over us for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, it's her house. We just live in it. And so Sylvie fits so perfectly because that's that's what Loki's all about, you know? Well, yeah. And like I said, her name was Sylvia. And I was like, well, if we're going to change her name to anything, I love the name Sylvie. And it's close enough that she'll probably respond to it. And she does. And she's so cute. And I don't know where she's at. I yeah. wish I could bring her on. I know. I don't know where love she is. Her. She's a fan favorite. The people love her. We'll, in- we'll include it at the very last clip of this episode. Okay. That is all our questions. We didn't get into as many questions as we wanted. We're so sorry. Okay. We, we uh, went over on this podcast. So hopefully you've made it this far. If you've made it this far, please tell me you're in the deep end. Text that or not text it. Comment it. Be text like, us. Text us as <laughs> Here's well. Here's our number. Yep. And so as a reminder, we do have a website. I've said it like 20 times. www.halfpastshot.com. That's where you submit your stories and questions. That's how we build our ideas. We love you. Thank you for your support. We are so excited for growing this podcast and our community, Half Past Crew. Uh, We are looking forward to seeing you in season two, which we are working very hard on. We will see you next time on Monday at Half Past John. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you so much. All right, we got Sylvia, everybody. Here she is. She's like, guys, it is bedtime. What are we doing? Hi, Sylvie.